Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 340, Christmas, the Feast of the Nativity of the Lord, Year C. shining it is the night of the dear Saviour's birth long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the spirit felt its worth a thrill of
Hello everyone and happy Christmas. This Christmas season is always such a beautiful time. We celebrate God who loved us so very much that he pitched his tent in with us and made his home with us forever to share our joys and our sorrows, our graces and our temptations, our failures and our successes. Let's pray this Christmas for all the standards and ideals with which Christ was born to establish, that they will take deeper hold in our hearts and in our world, especially peace, compassion, love, generosity, mercy, justice and so many more. Let's all rejoice in the Lord, for our Saviour has been born to the world. Today, true peace has come down from heaven. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. The Word became flesh and walked side by side saw our darkness and reached out in kind. God sent his only begotten into this world so we might know true peace and greatest love unfurled. Those who walk in shadow now walk Who stray further still, though wandering in the night? For now, to us, a child is born, a joyful day, a grateful morn. God sent his only begotten into this world. Turn steadfast to the light For now to us a child is born A joyful day, a grateful morn God sent his only begotten into this world
At this Mass, we'll be using the readings and prayers for the Mass during the night, often also called Midnight Mass. Let us all rejoice in the Lord, for our Saviour has been born in the world. Today true peace has come down to us from heaven. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hello everyone. Happy Christmas. On this feast day of the birth of our Lord, heaven has been joined to earth. God has become flesh and dwelt among us. A blessed, happy and peaceful Christmas to everyone. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. You are Son of God and the Son of Mary. Christ, have mercy. You are Word made flesh, the splendour of the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for Let us pray at Christmas for eternal gladness. O God, who have made this most sacred night radiant with the splendour of the true light, grant, we pray, that we who have known the mysteries of his light on earth may also delight in his gladness in heaven, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. 
The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shone. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The Word of the Lord Today is born our Saviour, Christ the Lord. Oh, sing a new song to the Lord, sing to the Lord all the earth. Oh, sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim his help day by day, tell among the nations his glory and his wonders among all the peoples. Let the heavens rejoice and earth be glad. Let the sea and all within it thunder praise. Let the land and all it bears rejoice. All the trees of the wood shout for joy at the presence of the Lord, for he comes, he comes to rule the earth. With justice he will rule the world, he will judge the peoples with his truth. Today is born our Saviour, Christ the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to Titus. Beloved, the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all, training us to renounce impiety and worldly passions, and in the present age to live lives that are self-controlled, upright and godly, while we wait for the blessed hope and the manifestation of the glory of our great God and Saviour, Jesus Christ. He it is who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify for himself a people of his own who are zealous for good deeds. 
the word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Good news and great joy to all the world. Today is born our Saviour, Christ the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is the Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favours. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. The Gospel of the Lord It's always a very special source of joy to look around at Mass on Christmas and as we travel around the community too at Christmas time and see the smiling faces of family and friends, young and older, and the smiles and the look of wonder on the faces of children. This is a very special time. And we think of special shared meals and catch-ups over this period of time, and stories and laughter and tears of joy, and special contact made with those who are far away but still very close to us in our hearts and minds. We can really feel the peace, love and charity of God in a deep way at this Christmas time, especially on this Christmas day. And it inspires us to live that peace and kindness every single day of the coming year and beyond. Christmas belongs to children and the child within all of us. 
And of course, the child within each of us is Christ, the child, Jesus, born this night. This child was born in Bethlehem on a bleak winter's night some 2,000 years ago. He is God made human, who came to make us all brothers and sisters with him in one big human family, God's family. We are all one beloved family in Christ who loves us beyond all telling. The child Jesus now abides deep in our hearts and in the hearts of each one of us, whatever age we are. We are all truly sons and daughters of God the Father forever. And God is dwelling in our hearts and in our lives and actions through the power of God's spirit of love. As we think of all of the worries and stresses that Mary and Joseph went through to get to Bethlehem and then finding there's no room and for Mary having to give birth to Jesus in a stable, I think of generations of mothers and fathers who have known experiences like that throughout history. When a baby's time has arrived to be born, virtually nothing can stop that. Babies don't wait for perfect conditions and peaceful settings before being born. There are countless reports throughout history of babies being born in the back of cars on the way to hospital, babies having been born in the middle of blackouts or earthquakes or other disasters, mothers having gone into labour in the middle of battle zones, world events, big or small, international or local politics, being far from home, having nowhere to stay, none of these things can halt the birth of a baby whose time has arrived. Even my own beloved father was born in Rose Bay, Sydney, on a very cold winter's night in 1942, midway through World War II, as that exact suburb was being shelled by an enemy submarine stationed in the ocean outside of Bondi Beach. One of the very few places in Australia that actually were shelled by enemy fire, including Darwin up north. Dad was born in a blackout with air raid sirens blaring, and people moving to shelters as several buildings around that same suburb were being hit. Thank goodness most of the shells didn't explode, but some did. His arrival was not waiting for anything. Years later, it was a source of great amazement and amusement to us when Dad told us he later visited that hospital where he'd been born in Rose Bay to find that it had been turned into a veterinary hospital for animals, but at least it wasn't a stable. Although he did grow up to be an excellent home-taught carpenter and handyman. But in any case, just as the birth of any baby throughout history occurs, whether the world is ready or not for it, so too with God. Conflict, injustice, oppression, war, disaster, famine, poverty, violence, sin. None of this can stop the arrival of God into this world who comes to help us. In fact, God had deliberately entered right into the middle of all that confusion and chaos, right at the centre of an area that throughout history has been plagued with great trouble and difficulty and war. And God adapts and absorbs all of it into Christ's message and ministry of salvation for everyone. This is truly a miracle and a thing of great wonder and awe. In the Christmas Gospel today, we're told there was no room in the inn for the Holy Family, which is tragic and mind-boggling. Where were those kind and welcoming hearts that could have moved everything and even moved out so that she could have this place in a very important moment? Jesus, the King of all creation, and God the Son, was born in a stable because there was no room for him anywhere else. 
No one had room for this baby and his loving family. This is a powerful sign of things to come in Christ's life and in God's constant experience. God's Son has sought entry into the overcrowded hearts and lives of people of every time and place, and so often he finds he can't find any room to stay. He still searches to find permanent living room for him and his loving message in the manger of our hearts, minds and lives. And this rejection continues still. The only place where there was ultimately room made for Jesus during his life was on the cross, dying for us to save us all. People would expect that the most important person ever to be born in human history, the greatest king and lord, should be born somewhere special and royal, somewhere suitable. But here, and again quite deliberately in God's plan, because this is no accident in any of this, the first announcement of God's arrival among us came to some shepherds. Shepherds were despised by the orthodox religious, so-called proper people of those days. Shepherds were quite unable to keep the many fine details of religious law, and neither could they observe all the endless hand washings and rules and regulations. Their flock made far too many demands on their time, and so the orthodox looked down on them as being unclean and sinful. But it was to simple shepherds such as these in the fields that God first announced his royal message of the arrival of the king in a stable. Also, I'd never realised this until now, this particularly familiar passage, but it keeps revealing new things every time. I read just the other day that these shepherds were in all likelihood shepherds with a very special task. In the Jerusalem temple, every morning and every evening, a pure and unblemished lamb was offered as an ancient, biblically approved sacrifice to be offered to God. In order to ensure that the supply of perfect, spotless lambs was always available, the temple authorities had their own private sheep flocks. And it has been said that these flocks were pastured near Bethlehem. It is likely that these shepherds who heard the news of the angels were in charge of those flocks from which the temple offerings were chosen. Isn't it a lovely thought that the shepherds who looked after and brought up the temple lambs were the first to meet Jesus, the Lamb of God, the spotless offering who saves us all and who takes away the sins of all the world? Also another fact that's wonderful, in the culture of that time when a child was born, the local musicians congregated at the house of the birth to greet him with simple, joyous local music. But Jesus was born in a stable in Bethlehem, and so that ceremony couldn't be carried out. But God provided something much better. It's a wonderful thought that the choirs of heaven took the place of the absent chorus of earthly voices, and angels sang the songs for Jesus that earthly singers could not. And of course, shepherds and a few waifs and strays likely joined in with their humble voices. A welcome to the Holy One of God, and these voices would have been the best welcome in all of history. This king's humble birth, the greatest king ever, whom we celebrate today in Christian faith, is God who is not to be found in fine palaces or dressed in soft robes or with hands that have never done a good day's work, quite the opposite. God is never one who would be out of touch with the realities and the messiness and hardship of everyday life. Rather, this king is one of us. 
He knows the life we live because he lived it too. And he claimed no special advantage over ordinary people. This is indeed news of great and lasting joy. God doesn't just love us just a little bit. Tonight tells us that God loves us completely. And the message of Christmas, and in fact the whole message of Jesus' whole life and ministry, is that God gives up absolutely everything to put his love into action and to be as close to us as possible, as to be one of us. God is absolute love, completely and deliberately choosing to be interested in us, involved with us, close to us, and actively joining in on our lives. God categorically refuses to be aloof or distant from us. Our Lord constantly gets right in there with us into the messiness of life and never leaves us to muddle on alone. And that's wonderful beyond imagining. Christmas shows us the way God thinks and acts. Jesus' whole life shows us how God acts and thinks. Jesus was born to show us that God's ways are all about down-to-earthness, real approachability, nearness, care, practical compassion, mercy, justice, inclusion, humility, and above all, involvement. We remember today the birthday of a person whose life from birth through ministry to death and resurrection speaks of complete, generous, self-giving love. And we want to imitate Jesus in all these things in our lives too. And tonight we commit ourselves again to being part of Jesus' love his giving, his peace. We want to be part of the solution that Christ brings, not part of the problem. God's miraculous decision to join in with us and be with us means that as a result, there's nothing in life that's too complex, too messy, too vulnerable, too awful about our lives into which God cannot or will not enter. Finally, a parishioner sent me a Christmas message which had a fitting quote on it, which she cherished and wanted to share with me and with others. It was one she and her late husband received a few years back, and it made such an impression that it's now quoted in Christmas greetings from her every year since then. And rightly so, it sums up this season and this day. May you have the joy of Christmas, which is faith. May you have the spirit of Christmas, which is peace. May you have the gladness of Christmas, which is hope. And may you have the heart of Christmas, which is love. The Nicene Creed I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. 
he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. In the stillness of this night, we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Let us, a rejoicing people, offer our prayers to God. That the church will be a people no longer in the darkness, but called to walk in the light. Let us pray to the Lord. That the world will recognise in the birth of Jesus that justice and integrity have been secured. Let us pray to the Lord. That the oppressed will find hope in Christ's birth, for the rod of oppression has been broken. Let us pray to the Lord. That the Christian family will rejoice at the birth of the Saviour. Let us pray to the Lord. That the dead may see the incarnate God face to face, especially those for whom we now pray. Let us pray to the Lord. Bountiful God, you sent your Son, born of the Virgin Mary, to be like us in all things but sin. We humbly ask you to hear us as we rejoice in your loving kindness. We make these prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Sound
wonders of his love, and wondrous wonders of his love. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. May the oblation of this day's feast be pleasing to you, O Lord, we pray, that through this most holy exchange we may be found in the likeness of Christ, in whom our nature is united to you who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For in the mystery of the Word made flesh, a new light of your glory has shone upon the eyes of our mind, so that as we recognise in him God made visible, we may be caught up through him in love of things invisible. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. To you, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant Ken, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants. And all gathered here, whose faith and devotion are known to you, for them we offer you this sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves and all those who are dear to them, for the redemption of their souls, in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. Celebrating the most sacred night, on which Blessed Mary, the Immaculate Virgin, brought forth the Saviour for this world, and in communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon and Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogenus, John and Paul, Cosmas and Damian, and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers, in all things, we may be defended by your protecting help. 
Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept the oblation of our service, that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace, and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable, so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his Almighty Father. Giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands. And once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed Passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty, from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance, and to accept them, as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the just, the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with the sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ a place of refreshment, light and peace. To us also, your servants, who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share and fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, 
with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon, through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body, and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life.
May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The Word became flesh, and we have seen his glory. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, where we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Grant us, we pray, O Lord our God, that we who are gladdened by participation in the Feast of the Redeemer's Nativity may through an honourable way of life become worthy of union with him who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. Thanks, everyone, and again, may you have a truly blessed and peaceful Christmas 
and every blessing for the new year. God is with us always. I pray that this Christmas, God's love and peace will completely fill your hearts and minds and safe travelling to and from your destinations. God bless. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May the God of infinite goodness, who by the incarnation of his Son has driven darkness from the world, and by that glorious birth has illumined this most holy night, drive far from you the darkness of vice, and illumine your hearts with a light of virtue. Amen. May God, who willed the great joy of his Son's saving birth, be announced to shepherds by the angel, fill your minds with the gladness he gives, and make you heralds of his gospel. Amen. And may God, who by the Incarnation brought together the earthly and heavenly realm, fill you with the gift of his peace and favour, and make you sharers with the Church in heaven. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. The Roman Missal, 3rd edition, 2010, ICEL. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms by the Grail, 1963 and 2009. Prayers of the Faithful, Robert Borg, Together We Pray, 1993. St. Ralph Sherwin, Gloria, written and sung by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, 2011, ccwatershed.org. The Christmas Hymn, Word Made Flesh, by Paul W. Kelly, based upon John's Gospel, 1 verse 14, 1 John 4 verse 9, and Isaiah 9 verses 2, 6 and 7 arranged and sung by Stefan Kelk with Adjusted Lyrics 2020. Traditional hymns, O Holy Night, Joy to the World, Away in a Manger, performed by the Bobby Cole Chamber Choir, licensed via shockwavesound.com. May God bless and keep you. Those are full and gleaming now soak in beaming light Ones who stray further still Return steadfast to the light For now to us a child is born A joyful day, a grateful morn God sent is only begotten into this world so that we might know true peace and greatest love unfurled God sent his only begotten into 